Yo, what's good, everybody? It is Jack Black Stream, and I'm back at it again with another episode of the Zone Podcast. With me today, we got XMK Joseph from Joe vs. the World, his own podcast. Uh, check it out, like, and subscribe on YouTube. He's also on Twitch, streaming games such as Call of Duty, Warzone, and Destiny. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. You know, it's a typical Sunday morning. I had to deal with some bullshit, but uh, now I'm here. <laughs> I gotcha, gotcha. Feeling that because I'm also chilling, but I'm also very excited to go ahead and get this Loki review over with because my dude, oh my god, like it, yeah. it just sets up so much shit now. At this point, I'm so, just waiting uh, for my fucking Spider Man trailer. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, without further ado, let's zone in on this one. So, the show starts off with, you know, the. The events of Endgame, where Loki, he gets captured, but, you know, Hulk just didn't want to take the stairs. So they all took yeah. the elevator. Things went south. Uh, Loki saw that the Tesseract was, like, right by his foot, grabbed it, and bounced. But on the other side of that portal, he finds himself in this, like, desert terrain, and there are these people surrounding him and all that and of course he's being boastful useful it's like you shall subjugate to me but that's when the time variance authority showed up or the tva like we're gonna call them see the tva showed up telling them no 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 you weren't supposed to do that so now we're gonna have to bring you in and I was like, hell no, I'm not going in with y'all. And then he got hit with that time stun baton, and he just rolled <laughs> and did, you know, like, humble yourself, cutie god. And by the way, put this uh, collar on your bitch ass. <laughs> god, like, it was just, it was just gnarly. Like, this, uh, when I first started that, uh, the show, I was like, okay, I must figure out wh- where would this start? I mean, obviously, it would start like in like Endgame, right? Like 2012, like, 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 is that where we're starting? And then it popped up. I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm interested. And then, like, you know, he's in the desert and stuff. And I'm just like, where, where's this going? Like, and then you just got this, like, 50s office looking fucking enterprise <laughs> people stuff. And I was like, what the hell? But, um, yeah. nah, like, the first episode, like, I, I was intrigued. Uh, pulled me right in. And uh, more episodes you go through, it's more ridiculous. And obviously, last episode is just wild. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like we're gonna be kind of not very linear, but we're just gonna be balancing off based on the key points of what we just witnessed. But basically, he goes on trial. Um, he wasn't supposed to take the test rack and bounce. He was supposed to get like captured, and then eventually he gets killed by Thanos. That was his whole thing. But uh, he decided to be a deviant of that, so now he is labeled as a variant. Speaking of variants, I cannot believe that pretty much anybody who gets plucked up by the TVA is basically a variant. Even Mobius is a variant. So it's like, no wonder why when you're thinking, what's his obsession with jet skis in the 90s? And I was like, maybe he got plucked during the 90s while he was like at a jet ski phase going on. Yeah, I really wish that that like kind of popped up like somewhere during the show. Like, just, just, just. Like in the lake, just with his jet ski, have a great old time, and then just gets fucking plucked. So, but it was, it was kind of open that would happen, but um, it was it was uh, I guess more uh, I was I was more heartbroken towards like the end of that when 
you know, obviously Loki gets sent somewhere else, and Mobius is like, "Who are you?" Like, oh, I'm like, "Oh yeah. no, no, don't do that to me." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You gotta be, you gotta be shitting me, bro!" Like, don't play with me, man. I was like, "No, I have no idea who you are." And then it kind of clicked to Loki. Oh, oh, the king, the conqueror statue. Like, oh, things are different yeah. now. <laughs> and like going back to the variants, I feel like uh, that's like a hardcore existential crisis that you'd probably have if you were told that like your whole life you're thinking you're not a variant and they just tell you especially with um uh uh Rensler, i think her name was yeah when, Ramona, uh, Rensler. when they uh, when they went to the school and then they figured out that she's also a variant it's like what the fuck like what am i who am i like i'm not me i'm not there's a billion other me's i'm like it's just crazy to think about Oh, yeah, that happened to that one hunter. Uh, what was it, C20 or something? You know, when Sylvie yeah. tried to use the... Inter- yeah, she had an existential crisis right there. Uh, I, I wouldn't know how to handle that. Because sometimes, like, if I get, like, really high, like, <laughs> you start thinking yeah. about those kind of things, and, like, you're like, am I real? <laughs> am I a robot? Like, it's fucking just... Is this a simulation? What is existence? But, yo, you know what? I'm so glad you brought up Slayer because check this out. In, for the comic book heads, y'all know Ravonna Renslayer as Kang's love interest, future girlfriend, whatever. And you're kind of wondering, why does it doesn't seem that way in this rendition? You know, like, it just seemed like she had no idea who Kang even is. But that's just the whole thing. It was pretty much a setup for that, okay, there's this edition of Ravon Rensler had no idea who Kang was, but she is going to matter later, especially considering that there's a season two. So the whole thing with Mobius and the jet skis, all the unanswered questions that you may have, good thing we have a season two coming. Yeah, I wonder when that's going to take place, because there's still, uh, like, right now, like, it's it's all gone to shit. Like, some of the timeline's all, it's all broken. So I'm wondering when Loki season two would happen. Would that happen, like, after uh multiverse of madness after spider-man 3 after quantumania like i'm trying to figure out where like where At, that would be yeah. in the timeline it would have to be after quantumania like it would make more sense to me for it be um by then because kane the conqueror would probably be a more prominent appearance in there so and then we're going to pan back to Loki season two to where there would be more insight to what's going on behind the scenes of Kane, the conquerors conquest per se. Yeah. And like, uh, speaking of Kang, like, uh, people weren't like, I've, I've heard some people like not liking it, not liking, uh, well, I was like, Oh, that's not Kane the conqueror. I'm like, well, yeah, well, it's not him. It's not, it's just another variant of, uh, of, uh, what's his face. I forgot his actual name. Um, but it's like, that's not the big baddie that we're dealing with. That's that's like an old guy that's just like tired of of dealing with the time stuff yeah, yeah. right now. So he's just. Like, I got you on. I got you on that one. It's Immortus. Yes. Yes. Was, yes. Yeah. Um, this variant of Kang is more close to Immortus because they already explained it that he already lived for millions of years. He's tired. He doesn't want to do this shit anymore. I was yeah. trying to find some prospects to who's going to take over this bullshit. I figured it might as well be you two. So please take this job. Please. I am done. Okay. Yeah. I am not bullshitting. I am done. Yeah. It's just, it's I am just not capping. That and um, I, I was, I got like a, 
like goosebumps when he said like like you haven't even met the other me's yet like those those are the guys you got to fucking deal with. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, here comes King the Conqueror, and like with all like the Easter eggs and um, uh, what's that one realm? Uh, where they get the void? At? Yeah, the void. Yeah, like, it's just like a bunch of little thingies here, like uh, part of his like whole uh, utopia is like in there with a the pyramid and shit <laughs> like that. I'm like, this must have been a different fucking timeline, probably during the the t- the war. The multiverse war and stuff like that. So now we're gonna have to deal with that bullshit all over again. That's yeah, the uh, secret wars. Yeah. Now speaking of the void, there was a whole bunch of Easter eggs, like you said, um, especially with the different Loki variants. There's Kid Loki, Classic Loki, Gator Loki, Boastful Loki, President Loki, and so many other variants. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are saying that Kid Loki might end up being a young Avenger, especially now that he has that sword Levitine, that flaming sword um, he let Loki borrow. Mm-hmm. And apparently all the Lokis can enchant and generate those grandiose illusions like what Classic Loki did um, to try to distract Elias, who, by the way, is pretty much a cloudy guard dog for Kang. And Ms. Minutes was more important than you think to where she's just pretty much this AI to this whole bigger um regime and yeah. there's these extra eggs like Thanos copter frog you know a frog version frog of Thor, Thor. Yeah. uh all the statue heads yeah like they were like all over place between episode four through six they just threw so many easter eggs and so many different theories and shit it's like Jesus Christ yeah that was a, that was a whole whole thing but it was it was fun watching all the easter eggs like pop up and stuff and like hey i know that oh i know that too and one thing that blew my mind was when uh i didn't notice at first but you remember when kang well immortus whatever he want to call himself he who remains whatever he want to call himself uh when he the moment he realized he does not know what's going to happen at this point forward that's when wanda did the whole nexus event yeah, I, I saw the the comparison video where they just put the they uh, aligned the times like it's like the exact same time like in the episode too. It's like twenty seven minutes and something seconds. But like as soon as she turns to Scarlet Witch, he's it's just like yeah, we've reached the threshold. I don't know what's happening now. Yeah, it was just, uh, it was just it makes you think like it's more connected than you think. Connecting the dots. Yeah, so um, I'm I'm just glad that uh. Scarlet Witch is gonna have a bigger role even after WandaVision is like because uh, I like I like the character a lot so mm-hmm. seeing her also fuck shit up and hearing that her kids are somewhere in the multiverse uh, she's gonna get my mama's coming basically <laughs> yeah. essentially like it's, it's so much set up to Doctor Strange to Spider Man No Way Home and Ant Man Quantum Medium it's almost like Jesus Christ so much build up to three movies ooh. And the best part is the showrunner is Michael Waldron, the same dude that was on Rick and Morty. He's doing Loki and Doctor Strange, too. I was like, oh, my God, this is very ambitious. And uh, I like how they you can even tell they have Rick and Morty meta comedy in there because they they even address why wasn't the TVA mentioned before? Like, kind of like the Eternals. Like, how come we didn't know about y'all before? Like, because, dumbass, you didn't need to know until now. Yeah, it's like, you really didn't need us until shit's about to go uh, down. So I guess the 
Hello, hello, by the way. Sorry for interrupting. Yo, Omega, what's up, man? Yo, yo. Hi, how you doing? Hey. Welcome. Yeah, we were getting right into the heat of this Loki review, like how Kane the Mm -hmm. Conqueror is coming, Uh, Loki um, pretty much have to be behind the scenes of what's going on with Kang now since the whole Sylvie kind of... Kodos? <laughs> and Kodos? Really? Seriously? God damn. I didn't really think they were going to be talking to Matt Groening about that kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm but, sorry. um... Kang and Kodos. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, where were we? Um... Yeah, Michael Waldron is going to be doing Loki and Doctor Strange 2, which kind of explains how very intricate and crazy this has been. Like, even the cinematography to where the opening of episode 5, where everything's, like, panned upside down, that's kind of supposed to be a metaphor because now their whole perception of what the TVA is is upside down. So people are pretty much confused. So the cinematography reflects that same thing with episode six to where everything looks all this story this um yeah disoriented um there's all these epic scenes from the different areas of the mcu to a point where now it reflects to episode six to where the multiverse opens up it's no longer the mcu it's the mcm the marvel cinematic multiverse <laughs> oh well you know reason why they're doing that right yeah you know like setting up a possible secret wars with different timelines infinite timelines oh my god well i like i think what they i think what they're doing with these uh because i haven't watched loki at all i mean and you can tell you can spoil i don't give a shit like um i i I plan to watch it later on but it's one of those things where you know i jumped in i know you guys are going to talk about loki so i don't care it's like (laughs) talk about it because i want to know um the thing is i think what they're doing is the same reason why uh is what they've done before is they'll have these like kind of side like episodes and sometimes it leads to something other times it's kind of like all right well that that happened but you know did it really have any relevance with anything like i i think that's kind of what they're in the middle of doing right now to establish like characters that may or may not be in future movies or something like that i think that's kind of what they're doing they're kind of like trying to throw shit at the wall trying to figure out like okay which works because some people some people want to watch like the television shows, like they want to watch like mm-hmm. the, uh, like WandaVision, um, all the stuff that came on like uh, Netflix for a while. Yeah, I think it's now. I think it's now Disney Plus, right? So, yeah, Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, and they got a whole Marvel section there. So it's like one of those things where I think what they're doing is they're they've already told the story with Endgame, and now what they're doing is they're trying to establish like certain characters from like different like other story arcs and stuff like that. Mm. And then maybe it will lead up to something later. But I think right now this is just breadcrumb kind of like, uh, it's kind of like that adventure time sex series when like, you know, yeah, you would have like, you would have like maybe three or four story, like actually pertain to the story to progress the story forward. But then you would just have a bunch of nonsense episodes that may or may not be written into it later. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. what they're doing. And, that, and that's one of the main reasons why there's so many of it right now. Plus with COVID obviously and all the other shit, but um, yeah, but I, but I think that's what they're leading up to. And, and I think well, right now that's, that's the whole thing is like, I, I'm just kind of like, I'm trying to step back from the whole thing and just like kind of take a look. Cause I'm like, okay, what are they doing Loki? All right. It seems like what, what you're describing to me, it does seem like they are 
leading to something. But I also like to think that they may just kind of go, <gasps> okay, this is what happened when Loki was doing whatever. Yeah. Dude, okay, like, okay, I okay, I got you. Hold on. I got you. Hold on. Hold on. I just thought about it. Mm-hmm. Because you did bring up a good point to where the way the multiverse is now branching off to different timelines and all that. Remember the callback to where if you've seen WandaVision to where Billy and Tommy, they're not really supposed to exist, but at the very end, um, Scarlet Witch is just writing the, uh, not writing, uh, reading the dark hole. Here's his, her children's voices and it starts to go forward. We just said that when Loki and Sylvie meets he who remains, as soon as he didn't realize what's going on, like he didn't know what's going to happen at this point, that's when Wanda did that Nexus event. But mm-hmm. we got to consider that right afterwards, that's when everything got um mixed up, disoriented. So Kane the Conqueror is coming. But remember that WandaVision and Loki is almost like parallel to each other. So what if this is- the reason why she can hear Billy and Tommy in the distance is because now that the multiverse is branched, there's now a way to get to them because they now exist in what is now the multiverse. That's a possibility. It's a good possibility. I was like, whoa, when you think about it, that's why it's, this has happened. That's why she can hear them because um, Loki and WandaVision is like connected like that. Well, one yeah, of the things a... that... Ha- oh, sorry. Uh, that's what okay. I'm saying. Like, It's like... um. Basically, all these shows are just building blocks to something more. So, like, uh, they're all like inter- interweaving interconnected stories that kind of don't make sense right now. But in the grand scheme of things, like, like you said, with the kids coming out, like, I'm pretty sure that's the basically it, like the multiverse just broke. There is a version of her kids in some reality in some universe, and she can hear them because she's fucking Scarlet Witch, all powerful. Yeah. And now it's going to be probably at one point she's going to be trying to find her kids and something like that. Through, uh, now that uh, the multiverse is open, you know there is a possibility is... that those kids might be real somewhere else, not in her world, not in her universe, but somewhere else. So that's where it's all going to get like crazy. Gotcha. Yeah, this like, reminds me Morty of shit. something. Yeah, this reminds me of something. Okay, so I, I don't know. I mean, this is also going to show my age, but this is back in the day when I was I was like heavy into comics and stuff like that. Now I was reading. There was one. It was House of M. I believe that's what it was. Because yes. what happened was. Scarlet that's what Witch, happened like, on WandaVision. I mean, and that's pretty much what they're doing. They're just doing another version of House of M. That's to me, that's yeah. what it is. Now, the the trigger in that one was Wolverine was the only one because you know healing factor. He was the only one that figured out what the hell was going on. He's like, wait, what the hell? And then he snaps out of it, and then he slowly starts snapping everybody else out of it. But during that whole time, she was like canceling people's powers out, like she literally like de- just depowering people, and like. It's one of those things where I think that's one of the things that they may be trying to go for in this one. And that's kind of what, like, when they when they say WandaVision, when everybody was like, oh, what's WandaVision? I knew exactly what that was. I was like, it's House of M. But it's not House yeah. of M. It's, it's, it's obviously it's their own thing. of it. Exactly. And it's their own storytelling of it. And I think that's kind of what they're, they're trying to lead to. I think that's, at least that's my theory. But, I mean, based on what they've shown so far, except for, except for Black Widow, but going to that later. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that... That um, but the whole th- yeah, that whole like all these side like series that they've had so far, especially with what you're explaining to me with Loki, yeah, that sounds totally like what they're trying to do here. Yeah, and I might be uh, wrong. I might be wrong, but, but you know, no, no, no. Yeah, good point. Yes, like to a point where a lot of things is going to uh, intertwine and connect. How 
um, even the little details to where Billy and Tommy, they could be young Avengers. Um, Isaiah's uh, grandson, uh, Elijah, uh, Elijah Bradley, uh, as soon as he get that blood transfusion, Patriot right there, young Avenger. We got Kid Loki appearing in Loki, possible young Avenger with the uh, Levitine sword. Like, so not only is it setting up a like, secret wars, there might be a possible setup to young Avengers. And another theory that I had with Valentina uh, assembling people, we already have Yelena Belova, and now they're U.S. agent, because keep in mind that only until the end credits of Black Widow does we see that, I didn't okay. Even uh, <laughs> I didn't even stay. I just was like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> no, no, I understand, but uh, I'll explain to you. Basically, I don't blame me either. <laughs> No, no, no. I'll, I'll explain it to you. Hold on. No, no. When you explain, I I totally explain it. I just wanted to let you know when I went to go see Black Widow, right? I was at AMC theater. I was just like, you know what? The hell, I might as well. It's the middle of the day. <laughs> walk no, I was like, no, this is a Marvel movie. I'm sticking around. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I knew there was gonna be something. I was like, yeah, you know, I'll catch on YouTube. I, I, I just, but no. I just... Go ahead. Tell but me here's why happened. you should have stuck around for this one, though. Here's why: because Yelena Belova. She was standing over Natasha's grave. Valentina showed up. And here's why I say this is important, because while I was saying that there's a Secret Wars possibly being set up, as well as a Young Avengers um, group up being set up, there's also the Thunderbolts, because, you know, U.S. Agent is part of the Thunderbolts. And we could possibly get Agent Venom and all the other ones showing up as well. But Yelena Belova might be one, too, at least for a time being, or at least what it's showing. Uh, so that's why I'm kind of saying that, yeah, a lot of this stuff is getting really connected. But, um... Like the next slide. Hold on. Lead. Hold on, uh, let me finish. Now, mm-hmm. what makes that end credit scene very important is that Yelena is out for blood. She wants to find out who is responsible for Natasha's death, and even though we know in Endgame, it, it was on Natasha's own fault for doing it. But Valentina, being okay. a bitch, decided to aim her direction at Hawkeye or Ronin or whatever. You, Clint Barton, okay? So in other words, in the Hawkeye series, we're going to probably see Elena going after um, Clint Barton, maybe with Red Guardian and who was supposed to be Iron Maiden, but they kind of rewrote her. So yeah, a lot of Things like connected. Yeah, I like what they're doing here because what they're doing is the same thing that um, that that comics have done, and it's kind of smart. Marvel, everybody always says like, "Oh, Disney's just taking over." No, 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 no. It's 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 kind of a mutual thing. Marvel has been doing this for years. The only thing they've done yeah. is it's turned what they've done in comics to the cinema now. So what they've done here is that while yes, they are retelling they very experimental about it. Yeah, they're retelling stories, but they're doing it in a modern way, and they're also doing it. In ways that, like, obviously would circumvent what you automatically would assume they would do. And mm-hmm. some decisions are for the better and some for the worse, obviously. Main thing I think here with this is that they're not only doing the whole side episodes to to set up stuff like that, but they also are giving people options. So let's just say that, and I like this because I just thought about this. And I was like, that's really clever. I didn't even think about it until you just said this, right? Remember how I just said mm-hmm. I went to see Black Widow, but I didn't stay for the end, end credits. Because one reason and one reason only. If I go to see the end credits, I'm going to see a scene of somebody in there that I don't know who, or I'm going to be like, who the hell is this person? Because I haven't seen Loki, right? So obviously, mm-hmm. I'm going to see this person, and then 
this whole thing is going to be completely out of context for me. So I have the choice of either going to see what the hell was that about, right? And then once mm-hmm. I go look it up, they're like, oh, we got to go see the show. Now I got to go watch the show. Now, do I care to watch the show? Probably at some point. But right now, you watch the show. So now you can tell me about the show. And it's like, it's one of those things where I like the way they're doing it because they're giving you options. You don't have to watch like all of Thor to, to get mm-hmm. it, to get Endgame. You don't have to watch all of Iron Man to get uh, Infinity War. Like, you, you don't have to watch everything to get it but if you want to know more context they have given you options because i think some of the some of this marvel the cinematic universe has started to bleed into the comics now so there are going to be certain things that will be brought up in the comic books that will be brought up in the shows but then then will be brought up in the movies it's 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 insane like and it's all depends on how how deep do you want to go like you know i love it they give you options that's fantastic i mean it's really smart it's really smart like uh yes because because if you're going to have so many actors on this very ambitious project that's been spanning for more than 10 years, maybe 10 more years that they play their cards right, then, of course, the characters have to be their own character before they serve a uh, greater plot. So that's why, I, like you said, before there were Avengers, um, all these characters had their own movies. And as Phase 2, Phase 3, Phase 4, and so forth, they're going to have their own thing going on because we need to know more about this character and why they matter in the bigger plot. Exactly. Now, that is what kind of brings me to with Black Widow in that aspect, because the reason why to me, I feel like the move, like I'm like, all right, well, we already know when this takes place. So what's the point of this movie? Right. And I was like, okay. And at first, for the longest time, I could not figure out the tone of this movie until I, until I started I started figuring out what everybody kept saying. The same thing I kept hearing everyone say. Now I figure out the pattern was. It's um, Amanda. Uh, God, I can't remember her name. She was the co-star of uh, Black Widow, uh, blonde hair. Um, she was in a Midsummer. Um, uh, Florence, Florence. No, you mean Florence Pugh. Yeah. That's What's her name? Pugh. Florence there you go. Pugh? Wow, wow, I'm saying Amanda. Hold well, on. you were way off. Like, <laughs> yeah, Amanda. Off. <laughs> you see what I was thinking? But you knew where I was getting at. Yeah, <laughs> I knew. I was like, yeah. thinking, hold on, let me get more context first. <laughs> Amanda. Amanda, wow. Amanda now. Thank you. Thank you. Hold uh, on, sir. Like, you're saying Amanda to me, all right? <laughs> oh, but, you um, think Amanda Bynes because, you know, with the blonde hair now, and she sure, kind of looked like in the face a little bit. A little, 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 little chunky in the face. No, I'm kidding. She's fine. Um, <laughs> Um, no, she. I feel like this was more of a vehicle for her than it was for, for you know. Uh, I mean, yeah, like she pretty much stole the show for the movie. It, 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 it was like a, it was like a intro for her and like a send off for uh, Scarlett. You know? and, yeah, yeah, and and everybody and you already know her fate. So people who have seen Endgame already know what's going to happen to her. Right. So mm-hmm. for people who have already seen the movie, they're going to be like, well, what's the point of this? I mean, whatever, obviously. But everybody kept talking. Everybody's raving about Florence Pugh. And it's just like, well, yeah, I see what they were doing because that's what their goal was. Their whole point of that movie was to to be a vehicle for Florence. That's it. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do with Scarlett Johansson. As a matter of fact, that's probably her way of saying goodbye. And what to an intro, by the way. What an yeah, intro. She's probably, yeah, she's probably saying goodbye to the character and she wants to get out of there, you know, and I can't blame her. I mean, I mean, at this point. She's getting on, and she probably doesn't want to do it so much. I mean, how else would you leave, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, her very last scene is her walking away into the Quinjet. That's her saying, bye, I'm going off into 
my little rocket ship zooming through this guy's little high and, it's, and it's like what did you expect her to place what i mean yeah i understand like you know movies have in 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 um in superhero movies it's always like like no one ever really dies nobody ever truly dies there's always a way to bring somebody back somehow right mm-hmm. and but in this particular case because there's no there's not drawing this is a physical person that's doing the work like they, they get tired of doing this after a while you ever think oh you know, shit now that you think about it you just said yeah. there's always a way to bring a character back you just reminded me they can always circle back to guardians of the galaxy volume three to revive gamora there's always options man and that's the thing about it you always have to even if when people are sitting there like i don't even understand why they even did that and it's just like well it's probably just up something but it's a checkoff's gun it could be a yeah. checkoff's gun to where like it doesn't make sense until later yep but sometimes it's, it's sometimes they, asking meta questions, oh. damn it. Yeah, but the problem is, though, yeah, you know. They yeah, still don't ask, though. <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, though, it's one of those things where if they decide to change the script, like, let's say, obviously, you know, how could they predict COVID, right? How? Nobody mm-hmm. could have. So it's not like one of those things you have to you have to adjust accordingly. And some people forgave Black Widow for being like, you know, kind of like, what the hell? Because, hey, what do you expect? It was already written and stuff like that they already shot the scenes for the action scenes you can tell yeah. that they shot the scenes for the action way before they did the dialogue scenes because some of these things they were just like well how do we get these people into these positions oh okay <laughs> and, and then it just happens and uh you can tell when the, when, when the tone shifts because you can tell like so many people had their hands in it and it that's but that's just how i think that's just how most Marvel movies are done like even even all of them are done this way like where there's just so many people putting their hands in it and and this one just uh, just didn't work, I don't think. Um, but uh, some people just like so that. our audience don't confuse this as a fusion of Loki and Black Widow because we kind of intended on this to be like separate reviews. But <laughs> let's kind of get back onto Loki for now. Like yes. we're, we're still probably going like DVA, but let's kind of jump back on Loki just a little uh, bit. What's but our I like Loki how, variant? <laughs> yeah, Sylvie, I, I'm so yeah you. Oh yeah, Sylvie. Um, but before I do that, Omega, I did like how you mentioned that. Yeah, uh, pretty much some of these things are origin stories for some people, and for Loki, Ravana Renslayer, this is her origin story because at first we're thinking, okay, she's supposed to be Kang's boo thing, but she doesn't even know who he is. But when we get to season two, we just might see because you know, uh, Kang the Conqueror is now making his appearance like he's now going to be like walking around the office like doing his round and shit and then that's when Ravona Renslayer is going to probably like flip her hair back be all flirty and it's like so hi so you're the big man on campus how you doing like yeah that's how it's going to start like uh, she's completely innocent in a way in season one but season two you're going to see the definitive version of her I want to say that's awesome yeah but um silly the person who fucked things up way more royally than the Flash himself. Because remember, the Flash fucked up the timeline. Sylvie fucked up a whole fucking universe into a multiverse. Yeah, that's fine. Keep I that get more movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least they did something like, okay, uh, with the Flash, he just kept fucking up the timeline. But, you know, we, all we got from that was different seasons of it of him keep fucking up the timeline but with sylvie when she fucked up we got at least three movies and maybe four depending on how 
Secret Wars turns out maybe they'll do a part one and part two like they did Infinity War. But that's the whole thing. It pretty much sets I'll just up Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much because you know Kang variants, Loki variants. There can be so many variants of different characters. Dude, I think the best all... variant or iteration of uh, Loki was God of War. Sorry. Oh, you wrong. mean that boastful one? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Boy. But funny enough, he was the traitor. Like he's the one who's like, okay, I got you the kid. Uh, you, we had a deal, President Loki. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, he, he's the traitor in the bunch. Okay, okay, whatever, whatever. How much you want to bet they're gonna end it all where he's just like fucking with him? He's he's just fucking with himself at the end of it all. <laughs> it's just Loki fucking with Loki. Just another version of Loki, and he's just like, what the? Wait, we've been just messing with each other. Yeah, I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> and at the end I mean, of it all, like. Wouldn't it be something that's that much this, Yeah, I can like see that. It's, it's just like another iteration of him fucking with himself, just to see exactly how far he, how long he's gonna like mess around with this until he figures it out. <laughs> Once again, that'd be another multiverse thing, but I, I don't know. That'd be amazing. That'd be fantastic. I hope that happens. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just rude day for everyone. I mean, hey, we do have a scene <laughs> oh, too, sorry. so. Anything's possible at this point. I was like, you know what? I'm. If it doesn't happen, oh well. But that's if it does happen, hear. I knew it. But that's why I love to hear. I love it when it's like, you know, who knows what's gonna happen? I, I want. To yeah, it's like, like at this point, we be surprised. It, I'm like, I'm like, he who remains right now. I was like, at this point, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I like, uh. <laughs> it's a but, uh, Sylvie. Sylvie. The Loki variant. Who killed He Who Remains because she just wasn't having that. You know, you kind of ruined my life, so I'm going to take yours. So she uh, took He Who Remains life, well, you know, Immortus. Uh, but remember, Sylvie is like one big Joan of Arc reference to where how the TVA is more like the church to where they're trying to burn the witch. But, you know, Sylvie's fighting back against the church uh, because, you know, they know there's something up with the TVA. So that's why she had the whole plan to kill the hunters and steal the um, time reset charges. So that way she can just turn it back on the TVA to figure out who is in charge and why they decided to ruin her life. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even fully understand what she did wrong. Like we got a little clip, like okay, she was a little girl when she uh, got captured. But what the fuck did she do wrong? That's the whole thing. Like it's almost as if they kind of set her up to where she, until proven guilty, she is totally innocent. But I don't understand what it is. So that's why she had this whole Joan of Arc thing going on for her. She's a Loki, therefore she's guilty. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, you're a Loki, so you're automatically guilty. I'm like, for what? I didn't do anything. I was like, no, your very existence is a, is a sentence of, I was like, wow, that's how you feel? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, one thing I didn't like about Loki was the whole Loki and Sylvie romance. I'm just like, you do know y'all pretty much in love with each other because you're so fucking narcissistic. And that's just perfect for me, at least. <laughs> Loki was I get it, but come on. It fits within the character. That's, that's too on the nose for me, man. Yeah. That's like, okay. Why not? Like, how narcissistic is this guy really? I don't know if you think make Loki should too. be, though. Like, you gotta think <laughs> about that, right? This dude has this dude has sold, like, his family out to, like, make sure that He's all right sometimes. And yeah, sometimes he does. I mean, this version of Loki is a little bit more on like kind of like ambiguous sometimes. 
Like his, uh, he's morally ambiguous at times, but most of the time you kind of know what he's trying to do. Most of the time. So it's like every I think time I catch them sitting with each other, I was like, please don't do it. Please, no, don't do it. And then episode six, I was like, God damn it. Come on. You haven't seen, you're telling me you haven't seen those like uh, things of like people that you've seen together. You're like, Oh, please don't. No. Oh, god damn it. They're together. Are you serious? All right. Well, oh, well no, we'll figure it no. out. I'm like, it's like um Butcher and Kimiko from the boys. It's like they're fucking each other like you. <laughs> no. No. By the way, last time I like, and this is again showing like how me and, and TB have gotten along. Like, I haven't watched a television show since Heroes. It's like... If you're kissing an alternate version of yourself and banging an altered version of yourself, is it masturbation? No. <laughs> well, it's not a kid version of yourself. Should be fine. No. I mean, yeah, that's... If that's it is, though. I mean, isn't it technically you? I mean... Well... I mean, I mean again, like, you're loving again, yourself? Here's the question. I have a question for you, right? Mm-hmm. Think about when you were a kid, and mm-hmm. let's just say you see some dude come up to you, and he says that he's he's you from the future, and he would love to have sex with you, mm-hmm. and it's okay because it's not rape, and it's okay because it's both the same person. As a child, do you think you would listen to this gentleman, or would you would you even? Would you even let him get his sentence out before you're already halfway down the street? I mean, it's uh, a- no, um, I don't believe you. Now we're saying this hypothetically as as adults. We're sitting there like, oh, if I, you know, is it having sex with stuff wrong? Yeah, they're both adults. Yes, I agree. I think I don't think it's I don't think it's wrong. Whatever you do, you do your thing. If, if you I mean, to- but even back then, I was like, my mama told me not to talk to strangers <laughs> like you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly you know better and the thing is i think that's what it is and 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 the thing is uh if you if but then again there there are those kids that are just like really oh because <laughs> i guess they thought what if i guess this this must be the must be the person from my future or my my priest from the future i don't know whatever you're into i'm like yeah that's so detached from reality to instantly believe that someone a version of you from the future showed up just to have sex with you i was like no that sounds like a setup like somewhere in deep in my spirit telling me that sounds like a setup because you could have been lying to me even if you were i was like mm, I, that don't sit right with me. in the back of a milk carton okay those are those yeah. <laughs> See, this is why we have Amber Alerts, like, shit like this. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. The reason why we have Amber Alerts is because so many people are lactose intolerant. Oh. Think about it. Oh. Are you seeing kids at milk cartons? Yeah, you think about it. I don't drink milk. I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> Never touched anything. I don't know. I don't know if there's missing kids out there. How am I supposed to know? I never. I am so lactose intolerant. I don't even want right. to see my face on a milk carton. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, I'm not looking at milk cartons because I don't pay attention to them. Now, what do I pay attention to? My phone goes off. It's like, yo, there's a kid missing. What's he? What? What? What is this? Now you're. Now you get to choose. You want to be detective? You want to go look for that car? Go ahead. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, Loki, right? <laughs> In conclusion, <laughs> Loki would kiss himself, no doubt. <laughs> oh hell yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So I'm fine with that scene. It's fine. Oh, um, one other note that I did like, by the way. Uh, I like how they explained why the Infinity Stones don't work in the TVA because apparently that zone uh, exists at the very 
edge of time and you know came to conqueror pretty much is so powerful to where he's like okay i kind of seen this coming so i'm gonna make this tva a zone to where you can bring in an infinite number of uh, infinity stones all there's going to be are like paperweights fucking for our desk <laughs> fucking paperweights that's what all they are in the tva i was like oh so you got you brought another paperweight cool and like just imagine you rolled up to the tva with the infinity gauntlet all six infinity stones You're like i'm ready i woke up this morning choosing violence and they just look at you like what's that a cosplay gauntlet and i was like no this is the infinity gauntlet it was like this has the fucking infinity stones i was like you mean those paperweights? I was like, paperweights? What the fuck is that? You know what? I'm about to snap you all out of existence. Bye. Boom. And then, like, nothing happened. Like, what? And like, like I said, paperweights. <laughs> I, I actually, I call anybody's bluff because I'm like, listen, if you if I go down, you're going down too. Because, I mean, you snap that finger, whoo, you're going to get roasted. I can't wait to see this. And I get to stick around for a little bit, depending on how you want me to die. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, uh, so, um, so, all right, fine. <laughs> like fucking Thanos just, <laughs> that was the one thing. All right, all right. Everybody else was like cheering, like, you know, stuff like that. I am laughing my ass off because I'm sitting there and like Thanos has the best take a L like look on his face when he like <laughs> found out that what's thing he got got. He's like, you got got. He, takes his freaking, he just holds it up like that. And then Thanos takes a seat. He doesn't even like he doesn't even like try to lunge for it. He so doesn't he's like, do anything. Fuck he just, it. Just hang, yeah, he's just like, all right, well, guess I'll die. <laughs> he just chills out. I love it. Yeah, he doesn't he even try to that down like, yep, you know, I'm done. Good game. I'm out. That's the Thanos yeah, way of doing it, I guess. GG. He's like, GG. he was so yeah. cool about it, though. Like, he's like, GG. Uh, if I die, I die, I guess. It's just chill. Yeah. It's just sitting there. <laughs> I love it. But it was the best because it was just like one of those things where he he just, you know, he was up. Dude, snap. He was like, all right, you, you're going to die, but all right, peace. <laughs> and I was like, just accept my fate, I guess. I guess they, I, they wanted it more. <laughs> well that's all folks Time literally and, and just i loved it because that was i'm i'm literally in the theater just just rolling because i'm just like looking at him i'm just like that is best take a l face i've ever seen that is how you take an l like a champ you he understood <laughs> uh, yes. and that you take that you you took an l like a champ you, you knew it you got beat you're like all right you got me I I can admit I was okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a good game. Yeah. Cool. I love it. Love it. Good end game. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, oh, so much, so much good with that one. I mean, there was a lot of like stuff I could nitpick, but that's just being pedantic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I just pretty much blew through all the notes that I pretty much had. Um, uh, anybody else got something? Well, do you want to talk about? Because you know, sky's the limit, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yo, everyone, what's your favorite Loki variant? Uh, honestly, I will have to say Sylvie because she, out of all of them, it seemed like she was the most brilliant about her ambition to where she wasn't like the other variants to where even though they got uh, pruned into the void, she was the one that got away. She was at one in 10,000 <laughs> to where she just uh, pretty much been running from the TVA and these different places to where these cataclysmic, these very awful um, pan, I mean, you know, apocalypse type of world um, events. Yeah, world events. Yeah, like uh, in the world. That's why with Ragnarok, 
there was zero variance of energy there because Ragnarok was supposed to happen. So pretty much Sylvie was hiding out during timelines to where, okay, the world's body is anyways. Wasn't at that point, Asgard was already like a floating rock at that point, so there really wasn't much energy to get it from it anyway. Yeah. Because, I mean, because by the time Ragnarok even happened, like, like Asgard was like pretty fucked anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, uh, Sylvie, she was like very crafty and like she, it was like very thought out, honestly, because like for someone who pretty much pulled the wool over the eyes of the whole TBA, except Kane, because you know, he's like the Eisen of the whole thing to where I seen everything coming. I was like, bruh, he literally said it in, him, in the fucking thing itself to where it's like, I paved the road. You just walked down it. That means everything you did, I already saw coming. It all led up to this. That's when you turn around and be like, yo, Uno. Listen. <laughs> yeah. You may have paved the road, but I got the jackhammer, motherfucker. What up? Mm! <laughs> I the construction crew. We're actually coming here tomorrow. We're going to pave all this over. This is going to be fucking concrete. Like a, hmm. Woo. All right. Good. You were saying? Yeah, like, I just imagine one day it's going to be the same thing that happened to Thanos. One day, Kang's going to fuck around with the Avengers so royally that the Avengers will have zero pace for it to do. Just roll up into the TVA and just start um, swinging and everything. You know, like, what they did in Endgame to where Thanos was just chilling out in his hut. He was done. He was feeling accomplished. He decided, yeah, you know what? The Simpsons Adventure like, crossover, like, I'm already calling it. They're already going to have Kang and Kodos. Kodos is going to be, like, with, like, Emperor Kang. I swear to God, it's going to happen. If it's not, it's going to be a Halloween special. I'm already calling it right now. It's going to I be mean, yeah, we got, we got either Loki Season 2 or... Doctor Strange, no, 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 not Doctor Strange. Uh, Loki season two or Ant Man Quantum Mania to confirm that it might still happen. Guarantee that's all, that's all we're saying. Ah, uh, you know what? I think what? that's a good stopping point for the at least a Loki episode, and we'll Ooh. definitely do the Black Widow episode immediately afterwards, or you know. Just give us a little prep time. But, you know, <laughs> I do thank you all for listening to us rant about Loki. Uh, and also thank you, uh, Blank Check Omega, for um, coming in at the nick of time. Uh, do check out Blank Omega on Twitch, by the way, where he is streaming video games such as Warframe and Overwatch. But <laughs> until the next review, I do wish you all adieu. And... This is us zoning out. Have a good one and stay nerdy. Bye-bye.